Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Oh, Steve and Larson, don't you dare be sour. Clap for yourselves and feel the power. Yes. And all you people out there, you're watching Going In Raw with Steve Larson. <laughs> hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Quick reminder if you go to patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson, $5 a month, number one, helps support Going In Raw. But number two, you get access to the latest episode. Both episodes now, but the latest one especially of the numbers don't lie. This week we talked about, we analyzed, we put the math, the going in raw math to one psycho Sid, Sid Justice, Sid Udy, Sid Vicious, Sid Vicious, Sid, Sid. That's right. Sid. It was wildly fun, and we finally nailed down exactly where he ranks on a scale of one to ten using yes. the patented going in raw math. You can't, it's, it's science, it's math. You really can't argue with it. Exactly. So you can check Definitive. that out. Absolutely. Very cool. Tomorrow night, Unsolved Mysteries, me and the Enforcer mm-hmm. are going to be right here at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, but let's dive into this. We're going to talk about SmackDown tonight. 
I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, they went to Rolling Loud. Uh, sort of have kind of mixed feelings about that whole thing. Uh, but I thought there was a couple of cool twists and turns, notably anyways, Finn Balor challenging Roman Reigns. Uh, so let's yeah, talk great. Let's talk about that. He had a match with Sami Zayn earlier in the night. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns mm-hmm. comes out at the end of the night to respond to John Cena's opening intro to SmackDown tonight and uh, where he denies John Cena the challenge. Enter Finn Balor. How do you see this playing out? Um, I would assume that we're going to get a match between the two of them at some point between now and SummerSlam. They'll have some sort of finish that's either a non-finish. Like in the pre-show, I half-jokingly said something along the lines where Finn's on the verge of beating Roman. Maybe Cena comes out to interfere because he wants to be the one that that beats Roman. Um, it's not going to happen. I doubt. Mm-hmm, but some yeah. sort of finish that, that protects Finn so that after SummerSlam happens, after we get Cena and Roman, then they can go back to that where Finn can go to Roman and says, yeah, he may have beat John Cena. He haven't beat me yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then either you can get a match between the two of them where Roman wins maybe with a little help, and then Finn can say, well, maybe it's time to bring out the demon, and then the demon will have to do the job to Roman. Yeah, that's that sounds right. I hope they do. I hope they do sort of protect Finn to that degree. Uh, you know, he, he's just getting back from NXT. They mentioned it. He does seem to have, at least in his actions in the ring, he didn't win with a 1916, but at least with sort of some of his actions, he does seem to be a bit more on the NXT Finn, you know, mm-hmm. obviously even aesthetically got, with the Prince stuff. We uh, got the gun fingers. We got the gun fingers pretty hardcore tonight. Um, yeah, I do hope that, that they aim to elevate Finn even more, uh, you know, more along the lines. I mean, if you look at In Roman's Wake, there hasn't really been anybody that's really been elevated facing him beside beyond where they're at, like Cesaro. So, I mean, Cesaro yeah. could be the guy to take the well, IC title off. I would, of. I would say that that Jay Uso was elevated. That's a good example. That is actually a good example. I was thinking of like faces uh, Cesaro. Uh, Kevin Owens. Um, although, I mean, Jey no, Uso. I think, I think Kevin Owens was elevated a bit from yeah, the feud. I know look, look it at where went he on is forever, now, but, though. Look at where he is now, though. I know, but he's going to be in a really good story with Baron Corbin. I can't wait for that. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm just saying, you know, guys that. Well, I mean, uh, like Daniel Bryan, for example. I know, granted, now he's with AEW, evidently. But. And he was a pretty big deal before all that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know how he can get elevated per se to losing to Roman. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's possible. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I hope I hope that they. I guess my thing about Finn is that you and I are both big Finn fans, and uh, we want to see him continue to to achieve because nobody's taking that title off Roman. Here's here's ideally this is what happens. Finn is elevated by this. He gets a Cena rub of some sort. He gets some sort of Roman rub, but he loses. He doesn't win the title. And then he gets drafted over to Raw where, you know, I think Lashley is a lot more likely to drop that title, you know, than yeah. than Roman certainly is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Totally. Um, let's talk about the Baron Corbin bit because uh, Corbin's uh, uh, fall has been wildly, wildly, wildly entertaining. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and now it looks like that we got a, a burgeoning uh, alliance, perhaps between him and Kevin Owens, where Baron probably smartly sees a lot in his mind, sees a lot of himself in Kevin Owens, a guy 
who did a lot of terrible things in the pro wrestling world. And Kevin Owens brought about himself to, to redeem himself or at least make efforts to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe Baron, realizing he's down on his luck, maybe, maybe realizing the error of his ways and sees Kevin Owens and says, hey, you might empathize with my plight. Can you help me? And of course, and, and Owens like says, hey, you've been a jerk to people a really long time, uh, uh, so don't expect a whole lot of sympathy from anybody. And then Baron really appealed to him, and, and Owens opened up his wallet, gave him a few bucks. Things didn't work out for Baron so well after that, but the, the fact that it seems like they're teasing some sort of story with the two of them, I think would be absolutely great. Baron's been killing it since he's been doing this sad Corbin stuff. Kevin Owens is always great from a character perspective. This could be tons of fun. I totally agree with you. Uh, yeah, and I think it, it's interesting because Kevin Owens especially is the guy that always makes sure when he had his face turn, every opportunity he had, he took to, in his dialogue, say, you know what, I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. I've realized that being a jerk, a heel, wasn't the way to do it, and I've rubbed too many people the wrong ways, and I'm basically trying to make amends for that. So that's why I comport myself in the way I do. And you got to think that's going to be the motivation for him yep. opening his wallet, like you said, like he did tonight. And uh, and that's why he's going to try to take Baron Corbin maybe under his wing. Yep. And uh, and I'm looking forward to because I, I love Kevin Owens. I've always been a fan of Baron Corbin, just not what they've given him. There's been t- so many. I mean, 70% of the time he's been on my TV, I've been like, I really have no desire to see this guy. But it's never been about the performer. It's always been about what they've given him to work with. Mm-hmm. And it's just mm-hmm. always stunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I am excited. This is something I laughed. Number one, when Owen says, you know, is 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 that the same shirt from last week? And he said, no, it's a different shirt. Well, he goes, yeah. No, it's a different shirt. <laughs> no, it's a different shirt. This is it's canned spaghetti. Spaghetti, but had to eat it out of a can. God, that killed me. That to, killed me. He had to ride a bus. Gosh. Do you think they made a mistake putting his interview not in front of fans? I really feel like this is the kind of thing, that thing, now obviously not the backstage thing, but that's the kind of thing that you need to have those fans really give it to them for a more effective turn. Maybe, maybe, but at the same time, maybe they're doing the, they're doing these backstage to build up to face Baron Corbin. So when he goes back out there, you know he'll he'll still be a bit of a sad sack, mm-hmm. and people might kind of dump on him a little bit because of that. But then once he starts, you know, the the, the babyface tendencies come more to the fore. He's got Kevin Owens with him when he comes out. If they I mean, do they this might start right, cheering for, yeah, if they, they might start if cheering. If they for do him. this right. They could explode for him. And yeah. that's it's it's funny because we just saw this on Raw, especially crowds right now. They're so seemingly the first couple of crowds have been so energetic. Mm-hmm. We've seen the same with AEW. People are just happy to be there and doing this stuff. And uh we saw this with Reggie on Raw, and it was great how mm-hmm. they were dumping on him in one moment, and then as soon as presented with the opportunity for him to 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 try to get that twenty four seven title, the crowd turned with him and then cheered him as soon as he had it. Um, so, uh, so I think the crowd would, would really play into this pretty well. I mean, especially with the entrance with no music, uh, and no Tron, it's all really good stuff. Uh, let's talk briefly about 
the Rolling Loud thing. Now, this reminds me there was a, an interview with Triple H or an uh, article uh, that talked to, to Triple H and Roman Reigns. I thought you were going to say this reminds me of that footage of the WCW show at some place with Fear Factory playing. <laughs> Uh, no, this is rolling loud. Reminded me of Sturgis. Um, oh God, <laughs> no, uh, uh, no. There was an article where Triple H was saying, you know, WWE is gonna is taking a hard look at how to attract more fans, and he starts talking about like how to use the space of the arenas and TV production. I'm like, how about some stories, dude? Um, yeah, I know. But, but. This rolling loud thing. I mean, there's 200. If if McAfee is to be taken correctly, 200,000 people in front of this. And did they all seem mildly disinterested? Maybe a little bit. It's hard to get a read, you know. You know, even if 1% of the crowd. Yeah. Sees that. It's like, oh, man, this is cool. Or I used to watch wrestling. This, you know, this is this is what WWE is now. Oh, neat. Yeah. That's it's, something. It's a cool idea, you know. Yeah. Got Wale out there. Yeah. Um, the setup was great, and like I was, I was expecting, you know, like most wrestling uh, shows at music festivals that I'm aware of happen like out in the crowd in a tent. Mm-hmm. You know, there might be a couple hundred people in there actually watching it. Mm-hmm. No, they set up a, a ring on the main stage in front of two hundred thousand people. Yeah, that blew my mind. Yeah. No, I, I was very impressed, and I, I, I felt like intimidated on behalf of like uh, the street profits and Bianca going out there and it's like, Oh my God, this is a massive sea of people. And we're like goofy wrestlers, but, uh, but no man. I mean, yeah, like you said, if there's people there that are like, Oh, I remember I watched wrestling when I was a kid, when John Cena was cool. Uh, and they're watching this cause we're old now. So, uh, and they're watching this. Even like you said, even if a couple of them are like, Oh wow, this is kind of cool. Like it's actually, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh wow. WWE seems kind of plugged in, you know? Exactly. And that's, 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 that's what you want to do as a company. If, if you can't offer detailed storytelling, then at least offer what your money can get you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We said uh, several times that WWE is, is, is really not that, uh, the, the cool factor with the company isn't terribly high. Yeah. Yeah. You do stuff like this. You reach out to a mainstream audience. You you, you try to capture the cultural zeitgeist mm-hmm. to some degree. Mm-hmm. It's going to elevate your cool factor, maybe. maybe yeah, totally. At the, end, at the end of the day, though, it all comes down to whether they're telling good stories or not. Yeah, I mean that's what. Look, if if those, uh, if 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 like you said, one percent of two thousand people go home and they turn on SmackDown next week and it's just a bunch of turds, they're going to turn it off. So you got to follow up once you've done something cool like that. Yep. Uh, let's dive into it because it was a pretty fun episode of SmackDown. Uh, mm-hmm. Cena mm-hmm. starts it off. I like this. There, I noticed even a couple more signs in the crowd than we used to see pre-pandemic. Uh, it seemed like some of those might have been planted signs because they were like the ones from 2K where it's like, you know, generic superstar signs. But then I noticed there was a sign for Vic Joseph, a really big sign for Vic Joseph. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, that's rad. Good for you. Uh, so Cena comes out. He says, I was so excited uh, for my, at Money in the Bank that I had to crash Raw. And answer questions like, how did I get, of that, get out of that alternate universe of the Firefly Funhouse? So I'm glad that he, that he brought that up. He says... Well, uh, I mean, he brought it up, but there really hasn't been a, a, a satisfactory explanation of how he got out of there. I don't know that there would be a satisfactory explanation. I'm happy that he brought it up. He, ha- he acknowledged 
that he had to escape it somehow, and and he did. So I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Maybe maybe we'll see it in a Boom Studios comic book. Maybe because I feel like there's a story to be told there. I'm gonna a hey, let's hit up our management, see if they can reach out to Boom Studios. We All can right. write that comic. There we go. <laughs> We're just gonna insert ourselves. They probably have a finely tuned machine over there. Uh, anyways, he says what a uh, WWE. No, at Boom Studios. Okay, okay. I was going to say, that would be come on. Uh, so he says, uh, I came back to challenge Roman for the Universal title. We're a few heartbeats away from Cena reigns face-to-face. Couldn't think of a better place to do this than Cleveland. He says, uh, big sports news today, and they start booing because the Indians had to change their name to the Guardians, apparently. Uh, or they elected to, rather. Uh, it says, uh, I know there are hundreds, there has to be probably hundreds of Reigns fans somewhere, but here's the thing. Even they deserve to be to stand up and be heard. You all deserve to stand up and be heard. No more Thunderdome. No more LED screens. We are live and in your face, and there's noise in the screen. He pumps up the crowd. Yep. Uh, and he starts, you know, saying he's trying to get the crowd to be Team Cena. He says, Who do you believe mm-hmm. in? Team mm-hmm. Jorts or Team Cargo Pants? Uh, are you on uh, Team Hustle, Loyalty, Respect, or the team the fans always reject? Team Cena or Team Roman Reigns? Speaking of which, where the hell is he? Uh, I think he knows that he can't see me. And after SummerSlam, he'll realize that the champ is here. And then Cena tries to prompt Roman to come out. He's like, come on, Rona. Roman, come on. Uh, please, Roman, come out. Please. And so instead, uh, he, instead Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman comes out. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he says Cena has it all wrong. Roman, it's not that Roman can't see Cena. It's that he can't hear him because he's simply not worth listening to. Uh, Heyman gives Cena... His word that tonight he will get an answer on his challenge when Roman decides it's time to answer his challenge. And uh, he'll show Cena that the tribal chief is here. And then as he makes his way backstage, he sings John Cena's theme. (laughs) That was hilarious because he did it shockingly well. That was pretty darn good. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, after that, we had Finn Balor versus Sami Zayn. Uh, there was a funny moment where uh, uh, Michael Cole called the Blue Thunder Bomb a Mishinoku driver like a modified Mishinoku yeah, driver. Pat McAfee says, the internet's telling me you got that wrong, Cole. <laughs> yeah, that was good. There was some good ribbon between the two of them during there was, the, the there entire was. episode. Yeah, uh, um, really we got some gun fingers from Finn early on after he took out Sammy with the tope. Yeah, yeah, that was rad. That was good. That was uh, going into commercial. Uh, it was a really fun match. These guys were laying in pretty thick, mm-hmm. but uh, or pretty stiff rather. Uh, Balor hits coup de gras for three uh, to finish it off. 
Sadly, uh, no uh, uh, brain buster on the top turnbuckle. Maybe someday. Did you see that that uh, bit from main event where Ricochet reversed the uh, lumbar check into a destroyer? No, it was insane. A insane check into a destroyer. How would you even do that? So uh, Cedric got him up, like you know, to lift him up for the lumbar yeah. check, and at the at the peak, he kind of did. You know, he just reversed it to a destroyer. Okay, 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 okay. It was Jesus. Crazy. I got to see that. That sounds right. So apparently, a main event, they're letting him do whatever. Next thing you know, we're going to see a second rope pile driver on a main event match. Oh, my gosh. Um, so after that, we got a Baron Corbett interview. He had a huge, what turned out to be spaghetti stain on his shirt. I think it was huge. Um, and so he's asked by Kayla, how much money have you raised through the Corbett fund? And he says, well, I actually lost money. The guy who built the website ghosted him. And a after he had already paid... Then the dude stole his identity, and now all his credit cards are gone. Aww. He says, I had to ride the bus to the arena today. And he just kind of takes a breath, takes a moment, and just goes, what's happened to me? What's, have you ever ridden a bus, Kayla? It smells like gym He's socks safe. and curdled cheese. That's what it was. Nasty. I was going to say piss. Uh, after that... Uh, oh, I forgot to mention also, Balor held up some pretty high two sweets after the match. He did. Uh, after that, we had a big, well, what was going to be a big E promo. He sort of got a bit of a promo out. Um, was this the gear he wore at Money in the Bank? Mm -hmm. Okay, I think the intro, the entrances were so effed up because of Peacock. I didn't get a look at his. At his uh, oh, it's great. Oh, it's immaculate. His gear is absolutely amazing. So he gets a bunch of you deserve it chants, of course. He says, Sunday was a night I'll never forget. This is what I really loved about this, is that he was he seemed a lot more genuine. He's always very entertaining, and he comes yeah. off like a guy who's very enthusiastic, obviously. But the energy he was bringing tonight just set, seemed a lot more genuine and on mm -hmm. the level. And I was like, oh, this is totally like we need to see this a little bit more out of Big E. But guess uh, what? We didn't see much of it tonight because he got interrupted. No, he says, I was hurled through the air. I had grown men diving on me. I jumped off a ladder. He's like, look at me. I shouldn't be jumping off a ladder. He says, when I made that final climb and grabbed that briefcase and earned that contract, Apollo! Number one, his Tron is great. It's yeah. like this wonderful mansion, like palace staircase. And then they've got uh, the digital renders when he's on the ramp of like all the spear things that are like coming, yeah. that are like draping. Yeah. It's amazing. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, and then so Cruz comes out. He can, he congratulates Biggie says, uh, uh, Biggie shocked the world and won the contract. Of course, it's not the same as winning a championship. He says like I did when I beat you at WrestleMania. And then he's interrupted by I'm Dolph here to show the world and root of, for some reason. So Dolph is like, stop. You would talk about the Intercontinental title. He better be talking about the Dirty Dogs. Yeah, Rude's about to talk. He's interrupted by Rick Boogs and King Nakamura. What does Bob Rude have to say about the Intercontinental title? No, I don't think he ever won that. No, he didn't. He had the U.S. title. Yeah, the U.S. Yeah. So and they, uh, on top, they're a tag team. I know they're a tag team. I understand Dolph. Yeah, he's won the, the IC title tons of times. But Rude, what's he got to say about that anyway? So uh, Boogs is shredding for a bit. He's interrupted by Cesaro. He says, enough talking. I want that title. Tells Apollo, it's swing time in Cleveland. Brawl breaks out in the ring. Uh, eventually, he, he gets a couple rotations on a swing for, for Cruz. Uh, and then I was expecting six-man tag match. 
But rather than cut the commercial and come back to match, we cut the commentary. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, we're not getting the six-man tag match. So apparently what happened is that the live crowd did mm-hmm. get that match, whereas the television audience, we went to Rolling Loud. Uh, Wale comes out, introduces the segment. Uh, first out, Street Profits, and then uh, Gable and Otis because the match is Angelo Dawkins versus Chad Gable. Yeah, these are pretty by-the-numbers matches, to be honest with you. We got Dawkins finishing off Gable with a spine buster for three. Uh, Bianca comes out next for her match with Carmella, and she wins with a KOD. Really nothing much to, you know. Yeah, I know. I kind of wish they had done something a little more spectacular. Yeah. Like like both these matches, given time and actually booked in interesting fashion, could have been really good. I don't disagree with you at all. Uh, I don't know that this was the place or time for that. The only reason I say that, I know you, maybe you want to try to catch that crowd a bit more. I, I just kind of think that like the way this was filmed, I'm not sure would have had the dramatic impact. Like if they run it back again, I wouldn't hate it. Like and, and Bianca versus Carmel, I don't really care about the the Alpha Academy stuff, but uh, Bianca versus Carmella, I could use like a, another match, maybe. You know, if they judge, they they mm-hmm. could go a longer feud with that, but uh, so yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, this next bit was great. So Kevin Owens is trying to help out Shotzi and Tegan Knox fix their tank. He's like, maybe you just do this, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna try that. He says, all right, whatever, and he walks off, mm-hmm. and he walks up to Corbin standing there. And Corbin apologized to Kevin Owens for what he said last week. He's like, I didn't mean to make fun of of your wardrobe. It's it's a bad habit I have. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin Owens says, yeah, it's a habit you have of being a jerk to everybody. Don't be surprised when no one feels bad for you. You brought us on yourself. And Corbin's like, you know, I, I went up to you to begin with because I think you're somebody that could help me, you know, and, and that's when Owens asks, is it the same shirt you had last week? And Corbin goes, yeah, no. No. And he's asked about the stain, spaghetti, <laughs> spaghetti. I'm eating it out of a can. <laughs> I love the fact that he just referenced it as canned spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't Great. even say he doesn't even elongate. He says, Yeah, uh canned spaghetti. Oh, so good. <laughs> so Kevin Owens gets his wallet out, gives him some money, and he leaves. Yeah. And Corbin uh gets sh- accidentally, I think, shot in the front area by uh the, the missile on Shotzi's tank. Yeah. Got it fixed. And then as he's there wallowing in pain, Dolphin Bob Rude come in. Take his money. Oh. And then Kevin Owens chases him off with the chair. So we're yeah. going to get a tag match next week. For sure, Kevin Owens and Baron Corbin versus the Dirty Dogs. Yes, that will most likely happen. That will most likely happen. I can see that. Um, yeah, some, who says this? White Brownie here says Vince really likes that tank. Yes, he certainly does. Yes, he does. Yes, uh, he does. After that, we have an Edge promo. He comes I thought out. this was good. This is really good. Yeah. He says, you know, my history, Cleveland, you know, my history in Cleveland. He says, you know how hard I fought to get this back, all of you back. And uh, if you watch Money in the Bank Sunday, you should know I should be standing here as universal champion, but I'm not. There's one reason why Seth Rollins thought I had my bases covered, had the Mysterios watching my back for the Usos. If anything, Seth, I figured you'd want me to win because then you could face me for the universal championship. Then I realized this is bigger than that. This goes back to 2014. You had your foot on my neck and you didn't pull the trigger then because you never thought I'd be here. But I am here now. Seth, you have no idea what kind of box of pain you've opened with the Pandora's box of pain you've opened. I learned from the most evil minds in this business. I was in the brood 
We were literally vampires in the Ministry of Darkness. You have no idea the depths I will sink to to get the job done, but you're going to find out. Burn it down! And Seth was on one. He was great. He was great. He thought, comes out laughing. Yeah. Said, oh, does somebody say my name? Oh, it's Grandpa Edge talking about the man he used to be. And then Edge tells him to shut up. It's embarrassing himself. Why not come down the ring? Uh, he's like, I won't put my hands on you, Seth. Uh, and Seth's like, oh, I'm on my way anyways. You wouldn't dare put your hands on me knowing what I'm capable of doing to you. He says, but full dis- disclosure, I was going to come out here and talk about how much I despise Cleveland. How much I despise people like Edge and Cena who just come back whenever they want, take opportunities uh, they don't deserve from people like Seth. Uh, he says, I was going to talk about those things, but the more I thought about it, you know, I agree with Cleveland. I'm thrilled Edge is standing here. He says, I'm thrilled you're here. I'm sorry. He says, I'm thrilled you can't keep my name out of your mouth because Edge has been such a scumbag to me. <laughs> That nothing would make me happier than to crush his dreams, put an end to his fairy tale. And if, Edge, you keep pushing me, when they talk about the Hall of Fame career you've had, they're not going to talk about Edge. They're going to talk about the man who ended him, Seth frickin' Rollins. Um, Said, I had a chance to end you seven years ago, but I hesitated. And when I get that opportunity again, and when I have my boot on the back of that surgically repaired deck, I will not hesitate to pull the trigger. And he just yells, bang! The cool right thing is, Edge's face. by the time he got to the point where he said that, he, he was like right next to Edge's right head. In, right, right in his face. And so when he says that, it's just the most obnoxious thing ever because he just says it right into his ear, basically. <laughs> and he goes, poof, there goes your neck. <laughs> yeah, poof, there goes your neck. And then Edge says, remember when I said, <laughs> he has no comeback for this. He says, remember when I said I wouldn't put my hands on you? I lied. And so uh, they throw hands a bit. Edge ends up getting education. Uh, he goes for a spear, but Rollins is able to get out. Yeah. Um, so, no, I thought this was really, really effective. I love Seth Rollins right now. He's doing fantastic work. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like Edge, has, ever since like what, since he's been back from Mania, I feel like he's really – he's been good. Yeah. I feel like he's been really good. Yeah, same, same. Uh, then we got Tony Storm making her SmackDown debut versus Zelina Vega. It's a pretty quick match mm-hmm. uh, that saw uh, Tony Storm uh, apparently she had used this move in NXT, and I, I guess I forgot about it. But earlier she went for Storm Zero, her usual finish, her prior finish. Vega escapes that, hits Code Red, that gets her two count, and then they have a, a, like they're they're doing a waist locks, escaping. And in the process of that, Zelina rips off Tony Storm's belt, and then Tony Storm's like a it's like you know, when when Eric does that kind of flip over knee thing, mm-hmm. she does the flip over part, but instead of hitting a knee, she hits a cutter. Yeah. It it's was crazy. crazy. It's go back and watch because if you just if you just because uh, I thought that I had seen something like this like the last time we saw a wrestle and I was like, well, didn't because I, so I thought start, I remember right? us talking about the name like it's a nameless move and then they named it yeah. tonight. It was Storm One. Yeah. Um, and uh, but when Zoe did it, it was Zoe Stark. She did it, and Zoe like basically plants herself like she uh, mm-hmm. she spikes herself with it and it looks amazing and this mm-hmm. is no less amazing this is just a really creative move right here it's a really cool move yeah, yeah. i'll see if they have it on this clip here it's probably yeah it's it's because it, it's the first thing that popped up it was just the nxt uh thing but uh no it looked great i thought it was a good they'll probably oh yeah oh okay yeah yeah look more like a ddt when, when right she did yeah it was always stark yeah. yeah um they'll probably run this back because of the belt thing it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if we saw this I again. Guess so, yeah. 
Um, just because, you know, they, they like rematches. So, look, I don't really mind a rematch as long as you motivate it. Um, so, yeah, I thought that Tony looked great here. Um, hopefully it doesn't take him too long to actually put her in, like, a story. And hopefully it won't be too long after that until we get her as a heel, which is my favorite Tony Storm. Same. Agreed. If you let her do the stuff she was doing in Japan, then she'll be perfect. She'll be great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had a, a match between Jimmy Uso and Dominic Mysterio, uh, which they try, the, the finish got a little a little wonky. Um, I think it was supposed to be like Jimmy was supposed to go in for a, a Samoan drop, and then Dom was supposed to reverse that into a roll-up, which would eventually lead to the finish we got. It just took him a couple times to get there, it felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But essentially what we got was a repeat of the finish we got mm-hmm. at Money in the Bank where Jimmy rolls up Dom and Jay comes in and pushes his feet uh, uh, against Jimmy to make sure he has all the leverage so Dom can't kick out. And then as soon as that match is over, Roman makes his way to the ring. Yeah, it seemed like they were uh... – I don't know if they already knew they were like a little short on time because that Finn stuff happened pretty. It was like three minutes till the hour. Yeah. So Roman comes out <clears throat> and I love that. He's going to do this in every town. Cleveland. Acknowledge me. The best and part. It, he did this. Everybody yeah. at home. Yeah. He gets into the camera. You there sitting at home like me. Acknowledge me. me. He says, you might as well. Everybody's acknowledging me. John Cena's acknowledged me at money in the bank. On Raw tonight. And Paul, to be honest, I've wanted to acknowledge John. Hollywood fooled me. They put a new paint job on John. I thought we'd get something new. But when he came out at Money in the Bank, he put on a nostalgia act. Same music. Same entrance. Same outfit. Same promo. Same insults. If I wanted that, I would have searched John Cena 2009. It's like missionary position every single night. And he leaned into that statement and the crowd gasped and died. Yeah, that he about was started laughing too. Awesome. That was a great line. And that dude, he is gonna be so, that the Roman Reigns experiment will be a wild success. He is gonna be so over when he finally goes face, and it's gonna be great. He oh, said, I know. I know. And the tribal chief were not interested in that. So confirmed. He's not in the missionary position. We discussed this endlessly during our pre-show, and we came to the conclusion that Roman Reigns' favorite position is some variation on stacking him and pinning him, Larson, and, of course, smashing him. So uh, he says, we're not interested in that. We don't get motivated by that or inspired by that. So you're right. I don't see you. I have no desire to see you. I don't need to see you. And guess where we're not going to see you? In the main event at SummerSlam. Because my answer to your challenge is no. So Finn comes out. Yeah, Finn comes down. And Roman says to to Heyman, uh, tell him, oh, says, are you out here to, to, my my, my advocate saying, are you out here to do what Cena does and acknowledge me? And Finn says, no, I'm not here to acknowledge you. But if you're not interested in Cena's challenge, maybe you'll be interested in mine. And Roman laughs him off. Mm-hmm. He yeah. starts laughing. And then the crowd okay. starts giving him a, a Roman scared chant. And yeah. he plays with the crowd. He goes over there and he's like, you think I'm scared of him? You think I'm scared of him? And then Paul talks in his ear a little bit, chats mm-hmm. with him a little bit. Crowd's still going on. He goes to the crowd. Okay, okay. And they do. 
they 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 lower it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so he says, uh, challenge accepted. Mm-hmm. That was good that was stuff. That was, was great. really, really, really good yeah, stuff. It was great. Let's go ahead and answer some questions. Let's answer some questions here. Uh, White Brownie says, hypothetically speaking, if Finn versus Roman happens at SummerSlam, does Cena ref the match? I th- Cena's wrestling like every show between now and like whenever he's done. Yeah. He's wrestling at SummerSlam. Yeah. 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 Uh, Fear and Loathen says, I think we were seeing peak Seth Rollins and it's amazing. Do you see hints of the Joker in his character? It's possible he's getting some inspiration yeah. from that. That's a possibility, sure. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> <laughs> Mayor Pete says, next week, light tubes on main event. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Uh, Nemo says, power rank. <laughs> Places where WWE could put on matches where the crowd would care less than a music festival. Uh, uh, I don't know if there's like, I don't know. Hmm. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, well, I don't know. It was probably crossover. I was going to say like a UFC bout. Oh, I'm sure there'd be crossover there. Yeah, there's crossover there though. I don't know. That's a good question, Nemo. That you is stumped us. You stumped us. Dirty Rich says, "Is there any chance that Roman versus Cena will end in a dusty finish at SummerSlam? That way, they both stay strong." No, not Roman. No, Roman Cena. is going to pin him. He's going to pin him for sure. Uh, do you think James Rodriguez? Do you think Finn is planning to bury another recent NXT champ with Finn versus Roman? No, no, no. Listen, here's, this is how it works. This is how it works. If Cross would have come out, number one, I texted this to you and we didn't mention it, but I kind of feel like instead of Finn coming out last week and instead of having him have mm-hmm. that match with Sammy this week, 
do none of that and have him come out the first time you see him back on main roster would have been tonight challenging. That would have been good. That would have been good. If Cross had had the same call-up that Finn's re-call-up has had, comes out, checks Sami Zayn this week, beats him pretty easily, and then challenges Roman, we would be talking about how much Vince McMahon loves NXT. Loves carrying cross. We all know that carrying cross would lose that, but oh my God, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. So the yeah. fact that cross was called up, had his entrance stripped away. He lost to, I know Jeff Hardy's a legend. I get that, but he had just lost on main event to veer or shanky. One of them. I forget who I, I, I saw it was the veer. Okay. That's the big difference right there. That's that the is big the difference. difference. Massive, massive. Massive. Uh, Dr. Lipkin, now there is a crowd again. Should they put a t-shirt cannon on Shotzi's tank? I thought that's what they did last week. Didn't they shoot a t-shirt up into the crowd? I feel like they did, yes. Yes, I feel like they did do that. And it freaked this me out because her, cam- her cannon was like right near somebody's head nose yeah, down low. Yeah. Uh, Hip Hop Hippo, any chance Corbin ends up wearing Kevin Owens' hand-me-down gear? <laughs> oh, 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 man. Hey, that's pretty good. That Corbin just, might look kind of cool with that aesthetic, you know, sleeveless shirt and some basketball shorts. Mm-hmm. I'd be there for that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Greg Morris says, as it stands right now, would the elite versus the bloodline be the biggest match in wrestling? I, I, I don't see like if you, if you had everybody to play with as it stands right now, there's kind of no bigger match, right? Yeah, probably not. Like in terms of wrestling fans, anyways. I mean, you could argue that a bigger. I mean, I don't know. Like, you could argue that Cena versus Roman is a bigger main event than. But if you're talking about like for wrestling fans, yeah, that's 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 huge. That is pretty huge. Yeah, you know, well, that, that that's huge. Oh gosh, <laughs> Gregory Faella, what plan should Baron and Ko make to get back that money the Dirty Dog stole from Corbin tonight? Next week on SmackDown and Jorge D has kind of a, a yes. question also. Similar what, question, yes. What get rich quick scheme would you advise Baron try in order to for to his luck to turn around? I mean, for me, I, I think it's easy. I think you take your cooking stuff. I know he's got that egg. He cooks the meat. Uh, yeah. Although I guess in kayfabe, he's just eating canned spaghetti now. Now he is. He, he can't afford that meat now. Yeah, so we have to but think if, about it. If, yeah. if he can talk to Kevin Owens about fronting him some money, Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's out front of the arena with his grilling stuff, and he can start selling some some barbecue. Yeah, outside the arena before the the, the show starts. I was gonna say even start a YouTube channel because mm-hmm. people love the cooking YouTube channels. Yep. You know. Yep. Yep. Uh, Dan Daniels the third between his time as SmackDown GM managing Brock Punk and now Roman against him. The history between Paul Heyman and John Cena would make a nice Peacock special. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Anthony R in kayfabe. Oh, come on. This is an easy one, Anthony. How does Shotzi get the tank from city to city? She drives it. Yeah. She drives it for talking in kayfabe. Yeah, Totally. TNA for life with some bits is it bad that I don't want to see Balor or Lee fight the champion if they aren't going to go over. I mean, I get that perspective there, you guys. I get it. But I'd much rather. This, this is what I used to love about both WCW and WWE used to debut guys in the main event scene, 
to make him look big, and then they would fall down to where they would eventually land. Yeah, in the mid. And then they'd build them back up to get back up to the main event. Right, exactly. Did it right, yeah. Uh, Night by night, let's say hypothetically, 13 to 14 snakes appeared in your kitchen while you were making a sandwich. Steve, that's like a nightmare scenario for Steve. He slowly turned around to put away the bread, and when he turned back to look, the snakes are gone. Thank God. What SmackDown superstar would you call for reassurance that you weren't crazy? Right now, it's Kevin Owens. Yeah, Kevin Owens is. Yeah, that's a good answer right there. Definitely not Sami Zayn. You don't want to call him. Kevin Owens is a good one. What? There were snakes? I'm sure you're just working too hard. You need a break? Maybe go find a spa or something. Have a spa day. Take a day for yourself, you would say. Yeah. Uh, Zoe Kinrana, uh, what match would you have put in front of Rolling Loud to get the best reaction? Uh, Zoe Kinrana says them not using Montez instead of Dawkins is crazy. I don't know if he's recuperated from his his surgery he had. Like Dawkins is a good wrestler; he could put on good matches. Chad Gable is a really good wrestler; they could probably put on a really good match. Um, Dawkins and Gable, whatever that shit was you were talking about, a main event. You put that there. <laughs> Ricochet and Cedric, yeah. Yeah, you put it's Ricochet and Cedric. That's the easiest answer. I don't care that they're raw guys. If you're going to be out in front of 200,000 people, you want to get people, they won't be chanting for the next act. They'll be like, I want to see more of that. What was that crazy thing that dude just did? It's crazy, man. That's the. I watched watched it four times. God dang, man. Let's see if I can load that up real quick. It was insane. It was insane. No, like, I feel like Gable and Dawkins could put on a good match. It was just kind of a very basic four minute match they're also and this isn't a knock but oh my yeah it's funny ricochet main event is totally trending what's like the auto trend they're they're good wrestlers but they're very i mean they're 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 based in amateur wrestling they could put on a good i don't think that crowd needs to see a technical exhibition those dudes need to go out there and reverse uh they, they need to do destroyers from uh from lumbar checks yeah uh, let's see here. Uh, Dylan, did either of you check out the Olympics opening ceremonies? No. Did not, no. I've never really cared to. Like, I'll check it out sometimes. I'll put it on the TV, like, sort of in the in the background or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't really. The Olympics don't really do a whole lot for me same you're watching it i'm trying to i'm trying to i'm trying to oh i think somebody somebody said they sent it to me yeah but somebody sent it to me yes okay i don't see it anywhere oh wait a second oh here we go oh cool okay thank you whoever this was all right. Okay. Here we go. Oh, we should mention that. Mention this now. Apparently, uh, it was announced today. I think Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks took part in the announcement that WWE is going to have a pay per view on January first, twenty twenty two, in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's pretty cool. That's good. That's good. Uh, White Brownie says Power Rank shirt stains. You want to see on Corbin next week? Barbecue, hot sauce, cheap wine, ketchup. Um ranch because it's like oh ouch because it's uh it'd be like off-white you know like it's an unsettling off-white stain yeah 
Well, now that I think uh, about it, yeah, that that probably just seems too nasty. So uh, yeah, it could be potentially nasty. With chocolate, <laughs> what I'm gonna see is is chocolate. like like Tide Pen. Like yeah. he tried to get it out, the stain out, but he put too much Tide Pen on there, yeah. so it doesn't end up looking blue. Right. Yeah. Uh, RTG. I know you aren't figure guys, but a lot of good wrestling figures revealed today, including 2005 Dominic and everyone's favorite WCW wrestler Zodiac. Dude, I saw some of those. That Dominic one is crazy. It's hilarious. Yeah. But those those ones look great. Some of those look yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Are you still trying to find the spot? Yeah, I got it. It's right here. Hold on. A couple elbows to the head. A couple elbows to the back of the neck. I see he's in position, though. Come on. Come on. He's got so, him in position. He's got him in position. Nope. He said get back here. He puts him up. And, oh, my God. <laughs> what the heck was that? Oh, he's no. Oh, rewind it. Get back over here. Get him up. And oh, <laughs> that's so good. Dude, I'm telling you, you do that in front of 200,000 people. You will have 200,000 more fans yeah. at that point. Uh, Jorge D says, with how well Tony, Tegan, and Shotzi have been called up so far, I really think Vince Triple H are having buyer's remorse with Cross. Heck, they even used the NXT announcer for Rolling Loud tonight. So Vince does like NXT. What kind of lie did Cross put on his resume to trick WWE <laughs> into hiring, hiring him? Or was it to just get Scarlett? Scarlett signed first. Oh, was she that true? First. Really? Yeah, she signed first. She was there for a little bit before, before Cross signed. I think I remember that, yeah. Yeah, man, he lied on his CV. He lied on his resume. Uh, you know, rolled up in there, said, "Yeah, I was Ring of Honor champion in 2005." Um, I, I honestly think that they probably understand. You know, that was right when they were like, "Oh man, we got to make sure that AEW doesn't get the next huge star," mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they signed this dude. And all he ever really did was like bodyguard and, and impact. And then, you know, he spent some time on the indies. And he was, you know. Well, he's a triple A. He has matches at triple A. Yeah, wasn't he the, was that, there that when, was because when, of the impact stuff, though, I think. Yeah, but he actually wrestled the matches. It wasn't just doing bodyguard stuff. He was yeah. there when Aerostar took that nasty spill off the top of the lighting no, truck. I know, I know. He's got a great look. He's not a terror. I mean, he's not like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, dude. Light on his resume. Either. said he was a Ring of Honor star. Uh, Carlos Diaz says Edge keeps wearing the Iconoclast shirt, although he didn't beat Roman. If you were assigned with coming up with new merch for Edge, what's the one phrase slash word that actually makes sense to go on his shirt? It would just be like a, a screenshot of that scene in Game of Thrones when What's-Her-Face is walking down the Walk of Shame and everybody's uh -huh. saying, shame, shame. Yeah. It'd be that. Yeah. It'd be like a little yellow letters, shame, shame, shame. It'd be that. What does that do with Edge, though? Because he should be shamed to show his face again. Because he got stacked. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Okay. I thought you were going to put okay. them together there. Well, I mean, it, unless you put like his head on her body or something, I don't get like... No, I think people understand the mm. connection. I mean, maybe it's not you, looser. but everybody else would. <laughs> no, I think it's a little loose. Loser. Little so looser. he can run and says, loser. <laughs> loser. Loser. Uh, Dylan, with some bits, says, push, keep, or bury these three names, Okada, Tanahashi, Naito. Sorry, I'm looking at some of these here. Uh, Okada, Naito, Tanahashi. Is that what it was? Yeah, you always push Okada. You always push you always Okada. Push Okada. I guess you keep Naito. And I guess at this point, I mean, Tanahashi is still delivering the ring. He's old. 
but he's, he's on probably the tail end of his career. This is good. Use him to put yeah. other guys over. Yeah, that makes sense. Twinewinder says uh, Edge's shirt should have a stack of pancakes on it, but instead of pancakes, it's like a bunch. It's like a bunch of him. <laughs> They're all stacked on each other, and even that's confusing. They're like, wait a second, are you were you cloned and stacked? <laughs> Your long heavy Edge's shirt should say, should say top of the pile. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Mike RTC says, if WWE asked you to write the rest of Corbett's current story, where does he bottom out? You remember that one scene in Boogie Nights when Dirk Diggler gets in that car? <laughs> That's where he would bottom out. Oh, man. Gosh. <laughs> Didn't that happen to Shawn Michaels once? Like he was pulled, like he got beat up outside of a bar or something, something weird yeah. like that. Yeah, he got beat up by a bunch of guys, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, John Elite, should Edge have one last title run before calling it quits? Should who, Edge? Yes. Yeah, sure, why not? But he has to go to Raw for that. Yeah. I mean, they're setting it up so he could be the one that beats Roman. He shouldn't be. Mm, It should be an up-and-comer. It definitely has to be. But he's had two matches, and he has, uh, uh, you could say, well, I didn't win the first one because Daniel Bryan. I didn't want the second one because Seth, if I ever get a one-on-one match with Roman, I can beat him. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, don't you, if you're Jeff Hardy, don't you try to make a trade to SmackDown? Be like, holy crap, you see what this dude is doing in NXT and then I just stacked him in two minutes? I embarrassed him in two minutes? Yeah. yeah. He was like, I got this new 2008 music. Um, no more words or whatever it's called. Does he do that dance now to the new music? I think he's just doing this. A okay. Bit. All right. Uh, anomaly, anomaly season. I think. What if Cross comes out on Monday to face Hardy again, and Joe interrupts and has chase down with him? If <laughs> Joe chases Cross down, that's good. I like that. That's good. Uh, Moses opposes. Who would you like to be Tony Storm's first feud to be with? First real feud. If she's gonna be a babyface, um, maybe Carmella. That's what I was going to say, too. I was going to say Carmella. Isn't as well. Carmella like the only heel on SmackDown? Well, there's Zelina, but she just beats Right, Zelina. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zelina got a job her entrance tonight, so. Ugh. Uh, TNA for Life. Is there any chance uh, Nakamura gets involved? The Intercontinental title picture, seeing him and Cesaro fight together tonight was pretty cool. I get the feeling they might do a thing at SummerSlam, like a six man ladder match or something, right? Whoa. Mm. Uh, Vision said, You guys see Indy Hartwell wrestled. A dark match on SmackDown. Yeah, they're breaking up the that. way. They're breaking up the Just way. Bring them all up. Yeah. Well, don't bring don't bring Johnny and Candace up. Don't do that. Indian even in, Indy's made for main roster man. She's going to be huge. I think. Same mm-hmm. with Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see here. That's no. Da, 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 da. Uh, all right, sleazy Mo. We'll end on this one. <laughs> no, we're not going to do this one. We'll do this one in the post show. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Wayne Scott. I think this is. We have ads in this one, don't we? Yeah. Uh, Dylan says Sasha's on the SummerSlam poster, so could she come back soon? Yeah, she'll probably face uh, Bianca. Yeah, she'll be SummerSlam. there at SummerSlam for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, she'll be there. Uh, all right. One more question here. 
Uh, yeah, uh, Wolfpack for life. Rewatched last year's Money in the Bank, and they really focused on Corbin breaking that gym mirror with the plate weight. Could they actually be booking a long-term oh, wow. storyline where Corbin is having bad luck because he broke the mirror? How wow. bad will the next seven years be for Corbin? I forget who it is. I don't think it's Sean Ross Sapp, but I swear somebody was on Twitter, and every single time Corbin had bad luck, they would document it since huh. Money in the Bank last year. That is interesting. And, yeah, I think that's that's kind of cool if they're actually doing that. I think that's pretty neat. Yeah, if they bring yeah. it up, that'd be neat. Yeah. They, that'd be pretty neat. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Twitch chat, stick around. It's Friday night. We're going to find somebody to raid and answer some more of your questions. Until uh, next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.